Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. U.S. stocks did an abrupt about-face overnight. Share prices slammed into reverse amid new signs of how COVID-19 is scarring the economy. The Nasdaq dropped more than 2%. The S&P 500 fell 1%, while the Dow eked out a small gain. Here at home, we have a fresh indication as well of the circuit breaker's economic costs. According to a government estimate released just about an hour ago, Singapore's economy contracted 12.6% in the second quarter of the year. Joining me now to help make sense of all the numbers is Ryan Huang. Good Tuesday morning, Ryan. How are you doing? Morning, Drew. Morning, Michelle. Uh, still recovering from the election, so a bit of a hangover. Yeah, Ryan was up till with the rest of the crew until about five-ish, yeah? Yeah, a lot of us um, journalists, um, people behind the scenes, election officials, volunteers, I think they are having a slow start of the week. I think you're absolutely right. I'm still not sure which day it is. I had to check the calendar <laughs> before we came on. Oh, well, good to have you with us. And this news this morning, it's breaking from MTI, Ryan. Let's get into it. The Ministry of Trade and Industry, according to the ministry's flash estimate, saying Singapore's economy performed worse than expected in the second quarter of this year, contracting 12.6%, about 2% more than what analysts estimated. That is huge. Which sectors were the hardest hit? Yeah, so Singapore now in technical contraction territory and this is two straight quarters of contraction. So now 12.6% drop following the 0.7% drop in the first quarter. And if you look at the sectors, it really stands out. Construction. This is a big number. It's down 54.7% in the second quarter. In the first quarter, it was down by 1.1%. So huge drop and no surprises. We had the circuit breaker measures in place. We had the first phase one restrictions to some extent and construction was among the activities that had to stop. Mm. And it depends a lot on construction workers, of course, who are now under a a bit more scrutiny in terms of testing, in terms of the um, accommodation um, factors there. So that is coming into play in the numbers. A big drop of 54.7%. And if you look at services, that is a huge part of Singapore's economy as well. It employs a huge bulk of the um, labour force in Singapore. It's down 13.6%. So also in double digits after a 2.4% drop in the first year. So it is not looking peachy when you look at the second quarter. Uh, In fact, people are calling it possibly the worst numbers expected for, I think, nearly 10 years. So this is the first time we are seeing a contraction or technical um, recession uh, since 2009. And the, I guess the big question is, is this the worst? Is the worst over? Mm. Uh, and we're going gonna to pick up from here because we now have things reopening. We now have phase two uh, measures easing into phase three at some point. So maybe to some extent, this reflects how things could be as bad as it is for, I guess, this year. So retail sales plunged more than 50% in May compared to a year ago. That's the sharpest drop on record. But despite the contractions, I understand there was one bright spot, sort of. Manufacturing grew, yeah, but not as fast as in Q1. Yeah, it's the prettiest in the ugly beauty contest, (laughs) so to speak. Um, So it is um, the manufacturing sector. So it is um, showing a bit of improvement. And this is, um, I think, looking at the uh, numbers right now, 
contracting. I'm looking at the manufacturing sector um, up 2.5% year on year for Q2, but slower from the 8.2% we saw in the first quarter. So this, of course, helped a lot by the pharmaceutical sector. Uh, of course, with COVID-19 in the backdrop, that is something that is seeing a lot of um, activity right now. Let's turn, Ryan, to the US now. Stocks were trading happily along, trending higher for most of the session until the final hour when officials in California announced that they're going to roll back the state's reopening plans. Tell us more. Yeah, so a, a big reversal. And just for context, going into the session, mm. we were on the back of two straight weeks of gains for the Dow and S&P 500 and three straight weeks of gains for the Nasdaq. So I guess what goes up must come down. And this was the trigger point, or the trigger at least. California announcing that it is closing indoor businesses. So bars, restaurants, um, pretty much anything that sees people gathering, that is going to close. And that will, of course, impact jobs, impact businesses. And that, I think, was a signal for uh, people to take profit. And it was a big big reversal. At one point, you saw the Nasdaq touch a record high. Mm -hmm. At one point, you saw the stock of Tesla also touching a new record high. And then all that started to reverse once the announcement was made. And you saw markets in the US pretty much underwater. And the Dow, though, just uh, flat. So that could be a sign that the steam for now is starting to fizzle out um, in terms of the um, recent rally. Mm. Markets also spooked by rising US-China tensions. I know this sounds old hat by now, but there is a new twist in the plot. The Trump administration has denounced China's claims to the South China Sea as unlawful. Tell us more, Ryan. Yeah, so we are seeing more tension because (laughs) it's over the seas. So (laughs) this is... Of course, we've been hearing about this for quite some time. China claiming parts of the South China Sea as its own. So it's a bit of a territorial dispute with its neighbours. But the Trump administration, you know, kind of throwing its hat into the ring um, in this dispute Hmm. by rejecting China's claims. So it's, for some reason, not happy calling China's claims illegal. So there is now an additional, you know, front to the US-China trade tensions. And if you might remember, over the weekend, you had Donald Trump saying the phase two trade deal is not happening because COVID-19 has soured and damaged their relations so much that phase two is almost impossible. So that is pretty much another blow to US-China tensions and of course another blow to the global recovery picture. Worth noting, though, that the claims uh, to this part of the South China Sea are also being contested by the Philippines. All right, it's been kind of a heavy morning so far. What do you say we lighten it up with a game, Ryan? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I want to bring back one of our favorites, up or down. I give you an asset or item in the news. Ryan tells me which way it's moving. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. All right, snack sales. Snack sales. I love snacks and I've been snacking a lot, so it has to be up. You are correct. The munchies are real, especially in quarantine, the munchies increase. PepsiCo reports its snack sales rose in the second quarter. Sales for Frito-Lay division climbed 7%, much of it based on how many chips I've been eating. Quaker (laughs) Foods revenue increased 23%. All right, soda sales. Wow, that is an interesting one. I am going to imagine because the cinemas are closed, restaurants are closed. It could be down because you have fewer places to sell it. 
you are correct. I thought this was curious because usually, you know, when you snack, you you reach for your soft mm. drinks as well. But not at home, apparently. People may be snacking more. That doesn't mean that they're drinking more soft drinks. PepsiCo's beverage sales are down 7% for the decline. Huawei's sales. Okay, so technology equipment. Mm. So if I think about the U.S.-China tensions ticking up, how the US is you know, encouraging its airlines not to use Huawei equipment for 5G. Even back in Singapore, um, they are using Ericsson and Nokia. So I think sales have not been good. Well, actually, they're up. Telecom giant Huawei is reporting double-digit revenue growth for the first half of the year. It appears to have recovered from an early COVID-19 sales slump. Mm. Next item on the list, China's market capitalization. Okay, so Chinese markets is still on a tear. And I think we are pushing five-year um, high. So a lot of optimism still being priced in for some reason. Correct. Again, China's stock market closing in on that $10 trillion milestone. China's investors have waited about five years for the stock values to return to $10 trillion. That is a milestone that will seal the China market's recovery from its biggest crash in history. Now, this could happen this week because China's domestic equities are worth about $9.5 trillion after this month's rally. That's according to data I was reading in Bloomberg. And in local currency terms, China's market cap is already at a record $66 trillion yuan. Final List on up or down for you, Ryan. Shares of Tesla. Yeah, Tesla owned by what is now a man richer than Warren Buffett. Uh, So looking at how markets reacted, we saw a huge reversal. And I think Tesla's share price as well hit reverse gear, pulling down the rest of the market. You would be right. The answer is up and then down. Tesla was up as much as 16% at one point, if you remember. Through the day, it finished 3% lower. It was a rare losing day for Tesla. Such a high-flying stock. It surged 56% investors over the past 10 days. It is particularly popular with retail investors. Robinhood, uh, I see, can't get enough of Tesla. Mm. Almost 40,000 accounts added shares of Tesla during a single four-hour span yesterday. That's what I do. Check out Robinhood Yeah, so this is pretty much a story for the past few quarters. Retail investors Mm. with too much money right now, (laughs) fewer things to do. No sports. Going into the stock markets. And put their money on. Looking at Tesla, apparently. Mm. All right, time to check in on the markets. Uh, Ryan, Tokyo, Seoul and Sydney are following the US lower this morning. How are Singapore stocks performing? Yeah, that is the backdrop of um, what we have in the markets. Pretty much... A lackluster morning, markets pretty much down. And that is a story as well for the STI. We have the markets down by 0.5%, 2,619. That is the latest read on the STI. So pretty much extending the losses from yesterday, a drop of 0.8% yesterday. And if you look at some of the top movers, uh, we had CDL, that was uh, CDDEV, down by over 3% on the back of a bit of a profit warning. And this is now still extending its losses. CityDev is down by 1.2% at $8.27. So on the top losers so far this morning, you have the banks also in the red. You've got uh, OCBC, UOB and DBS. Um, so losses being led by UOB down by over 1%. Uh, interestingly, Top Glove is still pushing ahead. So it's up by 4 at $8.16. So that is the um, pretty much picture we have right now. You've got some of the medical stocks 
pushing ahead, but pretty much the rest of the STI um, underwater, of course, we are also taking a lead from the rather disappointing Q2 numbers that were just released this morning, down 12.6%. And that is a wrap for Market View this morning. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.